Blog Talk Radio.
everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Radio Show. The song you just heard is my single echo of my debut album, Leave It All Behind, which you can find on iTunes by searching Carrie Edelman. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. I am really excited. We have an amazingly talented comedian named Don Jameson that's going to be coming on in a couple of moments. And before I bring him on the air, I just would like to tell everyone about the concept of my show. I thought about doing this show a while ago where I am a clinical psychologist. I'm also a singer-songwriter, and I've always wanted to combine my background in psychology along with my background in music and entertainment. Um, One of the things that's really important to me is supporting people in the entertainment industry as they know how difficult this type of environment can be when you're working with various types of persons. Um, So my idea was to bring on all different types of people, comedians, musicians, filmmakers, to support them, help them get their names out there. Just as a side note, um, Don Jameson, as we know, is pretty well-renowned, and he's done accomplished a lot of stuff in his career. So my show is very diverse in terms of I have a lot of up-and-coming people who are just breaking into the entertainment industry, as well as a lot of people who are very established and seasoned um, professionals. Um, So hopefully we can learn from each other on the show. And the goal of the show is definitely to explore, interview, and delve into these fascinating people's lives, um, along with, as I said, assisting them in promoting what they do and helping them get their names out there. So on my show, everyone's going to get a real taste of what these people's lives are like, the experiences they've encountered, as well as learn what it's like to be in their profession. A few concepts, though, that I just want people to please keep in mind is that although I'm a clinical psychologist, the show I put this out there is not by any means for me to provide any type of therapy or formal type of treatment. Um, At times throughout either this show or future shows or past shows that you've heard of mine, we do talk about psychological terms sometimes. We might discuss clinical topics if people bring something up that's of interest to them. But I talk about these topics in a very broad and general way um, so as to provide educational information. And also the other thing I say to please keep in mind is that I do want the show to be very open to people to discuss whatever they'd like, um, intriguing stories, sometimes controversial stories, but I also request that people kindly respect any persons or organizations that they're talking about as not to reveal any identifying information as this show is not meant to humiliate or embarrass people. So with that being said, I want to get to our interview. I'm going to give everyone a little bit of a background on who Don Jameson is. If you are tuning into the show right now, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com, and also feel free to join us in the chat room. Since I will be focused on the interview, I may not be able to respond freely to the chat room, so I posted some information about Don Jameson in the chat room, as well as contact information for you to call into the show. The number for the show is 805-243-1320, so feel free to call in later. And I already received some questions early this morning before I left for work to go to prison, because I actually work in prison, which is kind of funny, um, for Don Jameson. So at the end of the show, I will have some questions for some listeners and fans of his. So let's get to the interview. Everyone, I'm sure, is very intrigued right now. I've been a huge supporter of Don Jameson for a while now. I've had the pleasure of meeting him in person. I've seen him perform various times at venues such as Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club as well as Bar Anticipation, and we'll talk about his um, debut stand-up comedy album, which he recently released under Metal Blade Records called Live and Hilarious, and I got, him, I got to see him perform at Bar Anticipation. It was an awesome show, huge turnout. And also, I just noticed that, unfortunately, I can't make it, but he is performing tonight at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club. 
also in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. So if anyone is around, definitely go out tonight, check him out, and he's an awesome stand-up performer. Highly recommend people see him. So to give people a background on Don, Don is a nationally touring, well-renowned comedian whose stand-up act brings his everyday take on life as his bio states, the hip, the cool, and the tragically sublime into the spotlight. He performs at clubs and theaters all over the country with comedians such as Andrew Dice Clay and Jim Florentine. Don is known for currently co-hosting VH1's classics, hit heavy metal shows, talk show series, That Metal Show, as well as becoming an Emmy Award winner for his work on HBO's Inside the NFL. Don and his longtime comedy partner, Jim Florentine, are also known for writing, producing, and performing sports-themed comedy sketches, collaborating on the Hidden Camera DVD and Comedy Central web series, Meet the Creeps, as well as a series of prank call CDs titled Terrorizing Telemarketers, which were played on the Howard Stern Show. He's also written jokes for comedian Lisa Lampanelli, as well as has lent his voice to MTV2's Crank Anchors. Don Jameson recently signed a deal with legendary metal label Metal Blade Records to release his debut stand-up comedy album titled Live and Hilarious. And finally, Don is also involved in an acoustic metal band, which I would love to see at some point, called Gunfire and Sodomy. So I don't even know where to begin this interview, to be honest, because he's accomplished so much and he's an amazing person. So let's bring Don on the air. And let me get to the switchboard here. And, Don, you are now on the Carrie Edwin Show. Hey, the, that guy that you just described sounds really cool. <laughs> I can't believe it's me. <laughs> it is you. Oh, believe it's you. I it know. And yet, and yet I'm not even a household name in my own household. Aw, I'm sure you are. You're, but, just, uh, you're just playing that down. <laughs> I'm a very humble Jersey boy, so, uh, yeah. And but and I do. Yeah. And you mentioned at the top of the show. I do really really appreciate how supportive you've been. It's always when I see your face in the crowd. It always it may, always makes me feel great. You know, knowing Thank you're there. You so much. Artists, yeah, artists supporting artists, and um, and I love the song at the top of the show, man. It was really really good. Thank you, thank you. Well, I give you a copy of my album, but I mean the show's about you. But um, thank you for saying that. And Don, I have to say, I mean. The feelings mutual on my end. You've always been so respectful, and I could tell how appreciative you are anytime I come out. And that just, to be honest with you, that means the world to me. Um, you know, it's oh, people good. like yeah. you that make this all worthwhile. And you've always well, like done I said, that. I'm so. a Jer- I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a Jersey guy. I'm, a, you know, I'm 44 years old. Uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not going to change. <laughs> I am who I am. You know, for better or for worse, I am who I am. And you're a clinical psychologist, so you could probably like dig in deep into my brain and, and figure out why I'm this way, but maybe that's right. better left for off the air. Yeah, well, off, if people off come the air, see my comedy act, they'll understand what's going on in my brain a little bit better. Absolutely, absolutely. So just to start out the show, to keep things kind of open and light, so, yeah, you are from New Jersey, if you don't mind telling the audience, where specifically in New Jersey are you from? I, I grew up in, um, I grew up like in, in Lakehurst, New Jersey, which... Um, oh, Wow. Yeah, anybody under 40, you know, probably doesn't. You know, the, the only way Lakehurst is memorable is it's, it's where the Hindenburg crashed back in the 30s, the big fiery right, glimpse. Right, right. Um, before, I had, before I had met my 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 girlfriend now, I that was always my tester on a date because I used to like to date, like, the 20-year-olds and stuff. And, you okay. know, I always be like, yeah, Lakehurst, where the Hindenburg crashed. And I'd be like, huh? <laughs> yeah, and then they go back to like texting their friend during dinner. So you know, it's right. 
I'm from a t- I'm from a town of one square mile, and nothing really ever happened there except you know a right. blimp crash right. there in the '30s. So you got to be proud of something. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, I'm I'm from around that area too. I'm not too far from that area, so. Yeah, we're both from New Jersey, which is really cool. And most people, as we know, are from either California or New York. Or So it's really mm-hmm. nice, again, to see someone who's worked really hard and established himself. And, you know, you should be really proud of yourself. Um, oh, thanks. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> you know, I've lived in Manhattan the last 15 years, but I just have recently moved back to New Jersey. So I'm, I am officially a Jersey boy again. Oh, really? And uh, oh, I'm really excited about that. I didn't know that. I, I thought you were living in New York. Yeah, I have been, and um, I just got a place with uh, my girlfriend in uh, in Highlands, nice. New Jersey, oh, which wow. is right by the beach and stuff. So it's uh, I'm really looking forward. It's going to be a killer summer, just living by the beach and just trying to chill out and mellow out because my life is anything but mellow. Yes, definitely. De- oh, that's awesome. Well, now you don't have to. I remember a while ago when I saw you at Uncle Vinny's, you had to get that train, and you were kind of like running out the door. You're like, i got to get the train to get back to New York. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a, I, but that's my life though. My life is I'm, right. I'm, I'm, it's my life is planes, trains, and automobiles. It's like that movie. It really right. is. I mean, I am just I'm going. I'm on a plane. I'm on a train. Right. Uh, I'm in a car. Uh, you know, I'm on a boat. Uh, you know, wh- wh- I'm on. I'm always in some kind of mass transit situation because I'm trying to, you know, get to places. You know, I mean, I'm uh, yesterday I was on in a car, on a boat, on a subway. And on wow. a bus, wow. within like three hours. And just, you know, I mean, just so, as a side so note, that's my I life. Mean, it's nuts. Right. Do you? And just as a side note, I mean, personally, I mean, do you find that for people listening, and especially people who are aspiring to go down your road in that type of career, do you find that stressful at times that you're constantly just kind of bumping around from thing to thing, or do you really enjoy? Do you get kind of? I don't want to say get off on it, but you know what I mean. Do you really kind of get energized by doing that type of stuff? Are you trying to ask me what I get off on, Carrie? Is that what you're doing? No, no. You are hot, Dom, but oh. I'm not asking you that. <laughs> and we'll, um, we'll bring that up later yeah. in the show because we do have some interesting uh, questions that some listeners already sent to oh, me, so okay. we'll bring that up later. <laughs> yeah, you got to leave but, the dirty stuff no, for the I mean, end anyway. It's like, it's like yeah, to, I mean, doing no, a comedy personally. set. You put, all, you, you put all the dirty jokes at the end. Um, right, right. No, you, you, you know but, what it is. I, I, thr- I thrive. I thrive when I'm very busy. But there's a certain mm-hmm. point where, when it gets chaotic, you know, and I'm not talking about the Britney K Fed show. When you get chaotic, <laughs> or when I get chaotic, I, I can't. It, it makes it hard for me to function, you know, because it's. Right. The, you know, I, I love to work, and I love all the crea- creative outlets that I'm lucky to have. But I know. sometimes That's awesome. it's tough. It's tough trying to juggle everything at the same time and mm-hmm. give everything you know the attention that it deserves like i said yesterday right. i mean i had i had band practice and i had a, i had two comedy sets in the city and and i had to see my girlfriend for wow. a little while and and i and i and i had to and a buddy of mine was only in town for a few hours and i needed to see him and so i, I find myself jumping from one thing to the next and right. i and i get very i get very upset and discombobulated but then when I get to where I'm going, especially a you know a performance, then then everything just goes away. You know that right. everything's out right. the window. Any kind of bad mood, any anything, just is gone. You know instantly. Right. Like you know, as a performer, when uh, performing will cure anything. Yeah, 
Definitely. The performance will cure anything. It's just sometimes all the chaos that gets involved in putting everything together that makes it sometimes a little stressful. But I agree with you. Yeah, the performance is, it's definitely, it's a great feeling. It definitely relieves stress and absolutely, absolutely. Um, so getting to a little bit of the interview now, was comedy something that you kind of knew growing up that you wanted to get into? Was this something you always wanted to do as a kid or... Tell the audience a little bit about your background and how you got involved in comedy. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I always loved comedy. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I wanted to get into it at an early age. I actually got into it later in my life, but, okay. but when I was like 11 or 12, I, I used to listen to uh, George Carlin and like Cheech and Chong on, like, cassette, on my Radio Shack, you know, cassette player, you know, with the one little <laughs> right. earphone. <laughs> that went in, and I would put it real, even put it real low, and hide the thing under my pillow in case my mom and dad came in, because they, you know, they didn't want me hearing the seven dirty words from George Carlin, right, but right. I wanted to hear that stuff. And even <laughs> though I didn't get a lot of the the references and social commentary at the time, I just knew this was something like rebellious and awesome and funny, right? You know, and right. I, I always carried that when I and when I went to college at Rutgers here in New Jersey, I. I would take the train into into Manhattan by myself and go to Catch a Rising Star on the Upper East Side, you know, back then. I would see Seinfeld and Colin Quinn and Rita Rudner and all these great comics, you know, and I was just into it, you know. And then, you know, later in my life, I just said, look, if I don't at least give this a try, you know, know, I'll be on my deathbed going, you know, what the hell's wrong with me? I didn't even give it a shot. Right. How old were you when you decided to give it a shot and say, okay, this is something I'm going to try? I was like 29. Wow. Okay, so you know what? That's good that you said that because I have a friend. I have a friend who's just getting involved in it, and he's in his early 30s, and he's kind of like, oh, my gosh, is this too late for me? And just like you said, I'm like, you know what? You don't know if you don't try. So you have to at least give it a try and see what happens. Yeah, because, you know, it's the famous story of Rock. Hello? Uh-oh. It looks like Don's call for some reason dropped, so sorry about that, everyone. We will wait for him to call back in. Um, if you are tuning into the Carrie Edelman Show right now, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. To call in and ask questions, I am currently interviewing Don Jameson, who is known for co-hosting VH1's That Metal Show. He also recently signed a deal with Legendary Metal Gate Records um, and is releasing his debut stand-up album titled Live and Hilarious. So to call in and ask questions to Don when he calls back in, you can dial 805-243-1320. Okay, and here's Don again. He's back on the air. Hello? All right, here you are, Terry. John. Terry. Thank you. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm not sure what happened. Did you drop or did my switchboard drop you? I don't know. I mean, most people have like a 3G phone. I think mine's like a 1G, so. <laughs> well, that's okay. I was able to. Actually, that was a good experience for me. I had to go with the flow. and I Yeah, had to exactly. Talk, so you, had to, you had to vamp you a little. You had to vamp a little. I did it. Like when, I did it. when okay. your guitar player breaks a string, you're going to have to, like, talk to the audience. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so as you said, you, you got involved in it a little later. Um, yeah. You know, then, then most and, of the and so did Rodney Dangerfield, he, and that Rodney became a, a legend. But, you know, the, the most important thing is if you want to try it, just try it. You know, what are you right. going to lose? It's, uh, who cares? Who are these people watching you? They're, 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 right. What are they, better than you are? Come on. And, you know, you don't like want to ever attitude. go to your... Yeah, you don't want to go to your deathbed going, ah, I never even gave it a shot, you know, because uh, you'll know after one time. You'll know right. if it's performing for you or not after one time. Because I'm telling you, it's wow. like, it's like, it's like <clears throat> excuse me, it's like crack. Not that I know, but mm-hmm. if you do crack one time, that's what they say. You're addicted from there on in. You, you're, you're hooked, wow. and that's the same with comedy. It's like you'll, you'll get off stage going, oh, my God, I have to do that again as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Or or you won't, or you'll just go, hey, you know what, that was awesome, I tried it, but, you know, next, not for Right, me. right. <laughs> Absolutely. So how long would you say it took yourself to establish yourself to get to where you are now? Would you say it was like five years, ten years? I mean, was it pretty quick for you? As far as, as far as, I mean, being a stand-up, I mean, you're never done. I mean, like every night's just a rehearsal, right. really. If you think about it, because think, you, you always think like, oh, this material's you. really good, and like, but then you, you then you write new material, and you're like, oh, that other material was terrible, you know. And this will happen. This will go on forever. I mean, even Seinfeld and Chris Rock probably feel the same way. Like, oh, that stuff was good, but this stuff is great, you know. And so you never, it's never like you get to a certain place where you go, that's it. I've mastered this. No, no, yeah, and I, I agree with you. I'm not saying necessarily the material. I'm saying you as branding yourself and, and getting your name out there and getting to a level right now where you are very well known. You know, people know who you are. And I mean, I'm just so curious because I know how long it takes for many people involved in, you know, any type of entertainment to try to get themselves out there and, you know, get some recognition. So would you say for yourself, did it take a while? Did it take several years? Or was it something that, you just worked really hard at it and came kind of quickly to you. No, I mean, it's taken 14 years to actually wow. you know, ha- have mm-hmm. a hit TV series and, you know, kind of be known out there and have, you know, the entire package kind of put together, web presence and social media sure. and management and, you know, publicist and all that stuff, you know, that's, wow. that and, and your, your support staff is, you know, is such an important thing. I mean, Yes, you know, a absolutely. lot of comics will be in the business three months, and they'll be like, "I need a manager. I need to." You have nothing to manage. You're doing open mics every night. What do you? What's there to exactly. manage? You know, I didn't have a manager oh, for like seven years in. You know, because you got. I know. Yeah, because you got to have something to manage. Like, right, exactly. They'll be in the the industry for six months and like, oh, I need a manager. I'm like thinking, what do you need a manager for? You're not doing anything yet. There's nothing to, like you're saying. There's nothing to manage. Um. So, no, I agree with you. I agree with you 100% that you really need to kind of initially do your own homework and work really hard to to build yourself up to a point where you are, you know, becoming a household name and you are selling something, and absolutely. Right. Um, But but the thing is, I never, you know, I love doing it for the art of it, so I'm I'm never worried about the fame part of it. Yeah, would I like to have, you know, some FU money in the bank at some point? Of course I would, but I don't. Do stand up to be famous or be on TV to be famous. I do it because I love the art of it, you know. So mm-hmm. if you're going into it with that thought in your head, like, okay, I'm going to be a famous comedian or a famous rock star, 
you'll probably never make it because you'll be so consumed with how come I'm not famous yet? You know, who cares? I agree. If you concentrate on the art of it, you will be famous because you'll be good. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, just reflecting on my own, you know, career and experiences with entertainment and music, I mean, yeah, I always wanted to get as far as I could, but I think now I've really reframed a lot of things and from all my, you know, I had good experiences. I've had some really terrible ones. And like you were saying, I do it because I love it. And right now I would just love to continue writing music, putting it out. And you know what? If I make a penny, great. If I don't make anything, that's fine too. <laughs> so I agree. Yeah, because you. you gotta be proud of um, you gotta be proud of what you put what you I put agree. on a recording. Like you have right. to you have to live with that forever, and that's what you you know, and that's that encapsulates a period of time for you. So for mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's just like this has to be this has to be good because to me because I need to I need to be proud of this. I need this to represent right. me. You know, not. You know, would I like to sell a million albums? Of course I would. But sure. more important to me is like this is my leg part of my legacy. This is a recorded piece of of my art, and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to represent. That's why every time I do stand up, I give one hundred and fifteen percent, man. Because I'm, you know, I don't care if there's five people there or five thousand. I don't care how long I'm doing it. You know, I still have the Absolutely. the hunger and the drive to to get better and keep doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So anyone who's listening in right now. Please take Don's words of wisdom because everything he's saying is is dead on, and I agree with it 100%. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a huge fan of it. It's just true. I think he really, like we were saying in the beginning of the show, he's very grounded. He's very humble. He knows what the industry is about. And if you're going in for the fame and the fortune, you're probably you're going to have a really rough road ahead of you. So definitely go in for the passion and because you love doing it. Um, yeah. All right, what I'd love to do, Don, is I want to take a quick break because uh, one of your managers or okay. one of your representatives sent me some uh, sound clips off of your debut album, which I heard live at our anticipation when you were recording it. Yes, um, you were there. So that let's was awesome. Take a, yeah, I know. It was great. It was a great show. Awesome people there, too. It was a really good turnout. Let's take a, yep. a break. We're going to listen to Goth Girls, Heavyweights, and Mace. I love this one. This is hysterical. And when we come back, <laughs> we're going to talk. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk about uh, Don's recent uh, stand-up album, which he signed with Metal Blade Records, called Live and Hilarious. And he's going to go into details about the album, how people can purchase it, how he came up with his material, etc. All right, Don. So everyone, let's, let's do take it. Let's a break. run it roll. Let's Let's do it and check it out. Here it is, everyone. And I like going to rock clubs. Like I love when they have the rock nights here at Bar A, man. That's the best. I came here one time on a rock night. I picked up one of these goth girls. You know those really pale girls with the heavy eye makeup on? I brought her back to my place, but her makeup must have ran during the night. I woke up in the morning. I thought I fucked Alice Cooper. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my nightmare. And because I drink, I sometimes have sex in the heavyweight division. All right, those are my Jersey people right there. Because some people like to go to bed reading a good mystery. I like to wake up to one. You ever have one of those mornings? You get up, you're like, what did I drink last night? Where am I? And why am I laying next to Shrek right now? I was with a girl so big one time I needed a GPS unit to find her vagina. I was poking around the dark for like 15 minutes. They kept going, recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. In 100 yards, take a slight left. 
And then I took a left and she queefed and all the lights in my building went out. And I said, Precious, you have to go home now. Because women need love no matter how big, small, tall, skin, it doesn't matter, right? I like women who are exciting in bed. Women who yell stuff out in bed, right? Not help, but other things. <laughs> Let me go, not so much. I like women who are creative in bed, but one time this woman got a little too creative with me. Right in the middle of sex, she sprayed me in the face with mace. <laughs> I was so pissed, I almost left her in the bushes all by herself. Sometimes you gotta know when to pick up your metal pipe and go home, you know? All right, everyone. And now we are back on the air with Don Jameson. <laughs> I love that. That is just everything. You, I love your delivery. Everything about that, Don, is just great. Everything has just, I don't know. I can't even describe it. It's just great, though. It's really good stuff. Oh, thank you. I, you know, it's, um, it's hard to listen to myself you know, do that, and um, it was crazy doing, you know, rec when we were mastering the album and mixing it, it was like, it was so tough to sit there and listen, because as a comic, and you know as a performer, Carrie, mm -hmm. you're so <laughs> super critical, like hypercritical of your performance and, and everything, and I was Absolutely. just like, I was just cringing the whole time, going, oh my God, my pace sucked here, and my delivery sucked there, and my timing was off here, and you know, but but at the end of the day, yeah, obviously the the, the laughter from the audience is is you know the most important thing if you're going to put out a comedy CD because you know I wanted to make this one as live as live could be. You know, I didn't want to do right. something. You know, I, I did it something a little different than most comics. I did it in a rock club. You know, I did it mm -hmm. you know at a place that's not normally known for comedy. And I only did two shows, you know, a lot of comics. And this is nothing against them because this is what I'll probably do the next time. But most comics will, re you know, record like six or seven shows and then piece wow. together, you know, right, right, the, right, the best of, of each one, you know, mm -hmm. which is, you know, still representative of what they do. But, you know, every night you're not going to get the same, you know, reaction from the same, you know, from, from different crowds. So right. I recorded two Absolutely. shows and in ninety. Eight percent of this album is from from the first show that night. Oh wow, great! That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really honestly, proud. Of that. I thought I thought the mix sounded great. The master, I think it sounds awesome. And did you know what? Yeah, but like it? I said, I, I'm so critical. You know, I'm so hypercritical. I know. Like, oh man, why was I like? Why was too loud there? I was. I wasn't. You know, the delivery was all. You know, but but again, it's like as long as the fans enjoy it, that's the most important thing. Right, exactly. I agree. So why don't you talk a little bit about um, this album right now that you're releasing, and is it out yet or is it out in a few days? It's out on April 26th. Um, okay. okay. People could, you know, pre-order it if they want to at um, metalblade.com slash Don Jameson, and nice. um, it'll be available also on iTunes. Um you know, a lot of shows and stuff available. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I opened for – this band called Charred Walls of the Damned, uh, which is a metal blade right. artist. It's Richard, Richard, Richard Christie Christy, from right? the Howard Stern Show. Yeah, and Tim yeah. Owens on vocals, who used to sing with Judas Priest. And we went out on the road for like two weeks in a van, and, you know, we played rock clubs. And I opened for the, I opened for the band every night. 
And wow. um, I did a comedy set, you know, before they came out. And it was such right. a cool experience. And the head of Metal Blade had come to a couple of the shows. And, um, you know, either he liked what he saw or, you know, he had a few too many glasses of wine one night and he offered me a record deal. So <laughs> that's how we that's got awesome. here. That's awesome. Now, and like that, you said, like that, at the beginning of the show, you you've combined like you've combined your love of music and performing with you know your your clinical psych you know you're a clinical psychologist and right. those you you've always wanted to sort of mesh those worlds or be able to work in both of those worlds and still have it be cool and I've always felt the same way about comedy and metal because I'm such a huge metalhead and I was always like how right. could I Combine combine these two things and have it make sense. And this is obviously with with that metal show, you know, that I'm a co-host on, and and with this record yep. deal, that you know, this is the ideal pairing for me. That's awesome. That's great. I mean, that is really cool. Yeah, same with me. I mean, I'm at the point where I would love to do writing for a TV show. I mean, taking all my psychology stuff but using it creatively. That's kind of where I'm at. So that's why I'm doing the radio show and yeah, just trying to branch out to do other paths. I mean, I still love the music, but. Again, the industry, if anyone's realistic, you know, Don, it's changed so dramatically. It's it's not the same as it mm-hmm. used to be. People are not making millions of dollars off the albums. You're really making no. money off of touring. I mean, that's really where it's at. Um, so, yeah, so, no, that's awesome. I mean, congratulations on the release of this CD, and everyone, you have to check out Live and Hilarious. Like you said, you can pre-order it at MetalBladeRecords.com. Also check out DonJameson.com, his website. Um, yes, new and improved. Great. Yes, it is. It looks awesome. I know. I just went to it oh, uh, last you. night, and it looks really cool. Yeah, I like it. Very, very cool. Yeah, um, it's, it's Metal Blade. MetalBlade.com, not Metal Blade Records. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. MetalBlade.com. I apologize. That's right. <laughs> My apologies. And if you can hear, if you hear people clapping in the background, it's not for me. It's just there's a birthday party here at Uncle Vinny's. So. Oh, you're at Uncle Vinny's right now. Yeah, I'm in the office. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, because I go on stage at, you know, I got a show at 9 o'clock, I know. so I got to do it. I know, I know. I wish I had known sooner I would have tried to, uh, you know, organize my schedule today so I could have come out tonight. But I'll definitely be at the show Memorial Day weekend, so I'm definitely going to come out with oh, a bunch good. of people yeah. Memorial Day. We're going yeah. to have a good yeah, time down here that weekend, yeah. Yeah, well, let me know if there's anything else going on. I'd love to join you. Um, <laughs> so... Let's discuss also for the audience, just how do you go about developing your material? Where do you get your ideas? How do you come up with stuff? It's just like, I think like pretty much every comic, just, you know, stuff that happens in your life, stuff that comes up, Mm -hmm. you know, like something will just come up that'll, you know, just gnaw at me and I'll go, I need to write about this, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm in the process now of, you know, trying to write pretty much a whole new act because once this album comes out, you know, I want to do less and less of that material. Right. Because, you know, once you sort of do it, you do it. And and that material really represents, you know, pretty much a cross-section of my entire career, you know, from the time I started. I mean, there's some jokes jokes on there that are jokes I wrote, like, really early on, probably in the first few months. And then there's stuff that's, you know, really topical, like, you know, stuff about Obama and terrorism and stuff right. like that. So, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there and so I need to kinda and there's a lot of stuff about, you know, relationships and things like that. And I'm in a, like a really killer, you know, awesome relationship now. 
Um, nice. My girlfriend, she awesome. is definitely, she's, she's amazing, but she's definitely a bit of an oddball. And so I've been, I've been writing a lot of, of you know, geared towards that because that's what's going on in my life right. now, you know. And, and I, I don't want to mm-hmm. do stuff that's not anymore. I want to do stuff where I am now, and, I, and as and also as opposed to ten years from ten years ago, I'm not the same guy at 34 that I am at 44. You know, right. so right. my life's a little different right now. You know, and so, uh, but you know, it, it's still it's still all with the same sarcasm and the same point of view and the same you know edginess that that I've always c- kind of tried to you know keep as part of my act. You know, cool, very cool. That's awesome. Um, you let, let me give you a question real quick from uh, one of the people that had uh, sent me an email this morning. So Kurt from Hanover, Massachusetts asks, Don, are your sideburns really a wait? Are your sideburns really a babe magnet? A date? A babe magnet? Yeah, babe magnet. That's what he asks. No, there, it's, there's no reason a man like me should walk around with sideburns like this. I mean, I look like a reject <laughs> from a Wolverine audition. But, oh, there you go. but, but luck, but luckily, I, 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 like I said, I do, I do have an awesome new girlfriend, and um, she's into all things from the '70s. So, oh, cool, she, she very digs, cool. She actually digs, she actually digs the sideburns. And I, and by the way, and I love, uh, I love Kurt. By the way, I, I know Kurt. He's also a big uh, supporter and fan of mine. And um, oh, nice. Awesome. So I'll ask uh, if he's listening. I'll ask him back the same thing. Was does looking like. Does looking like a Paul Giamatti help your dating life? Oh my gosh! Aw, okay. He also um. Well, he come also on. I mean, he's know. not. He's not. Look, he's no. He's no George Clooney, but he's adorable. <laughs> right. I'm sure. Yeah, he's cool. He's very nice. Um, no, he he's a great guy. He's know. a great supporter. Nice. He also wanted to know what was the song that Metallica opened up with for the Kill 'Em All for One tour, as well as what bands did they play with? Oh my God! This is this is what just like stumped the trunk on my TV show. Um, I <laughs> Sorry. you know what I have no idea at all. I, you know yeah. I, that's why this, I, it's not stumped the Jameson. I mean I'm not. I, I I know metal you know inside and out, but there's just you know things like that. I just um, I okay. choke on. So I that's I apologize, okay. but you still look like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for those questions, Kurt. I appreciate you. He emailed them yeah. really early to me this morning on Facebook. Um, okay, why don't we do this? Let's take another quick break. We're going to listen to one more of your um, your bits off of your album, then we'll come back and do a couple of closing questions, and you can let cool. the audience know anything you'd like, and then we'll uh, go from there, okay? So the yeah, next yeah. One well, we're play... Speaking of... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, speaking of Metallica, I'm going to be at... Um... This big four festival in Indio, California, down in the desert, they're doing it's the big four of thrash, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, and oh, Anthrax. Wow. And um I'll be there actually signing uh my C D and doing a meet and greet, you know, at the event, which I'm really awesome. excited about. Um so and yeah, it's that? another cool that's this Saturday. So Oh wow. People, okay. are, uh, people have the tickets to see the big four, it's the only show in America. I'll be there and so will Eddie Trunk, my co host. He'll be selling his book. I'll be because we got to do some cool stuff, like being on that metal show. We got to Eddie wrote a great book about heavy metal, and I made the CD, awesome. and and Jim Florentine made a baby. So it's right. awesome. <laughs> we were all busy. Love Jim. 
Right, right. Awesome. No, the show's great too. I've definitely I've caught some of that recently, so it's it's a great show too. Thank you. So, um all right everyone, let's check out Don Jameson and we're gonna listen to his bit on teeth whitener, crocs and gaze. All right, hold on and we'll be right back. But we're obsessed with looks in this country, too. That's the other thing. Now, we always, our teeth always have to be white, right? Even in Keensburg, when they have one tooth, that tooth's got to be fucking white. Everyone with the white teeth, Regis filming. You ever see a guy with whiter teeth? The guy's 197 years old. He's got the fucking tan. His neck is 9,000 years old. Looks like he's got one of those Sharpay dogs hiding under his chin, right? And yet, it's 2011, and we'll still walk around wearing those Crocs. Right? You know them ugly plastic shoes I'm talking about? Right? With the holes in them that looks like you're wearing friggin' wiffle balls on your feet, right? Every time I see somebody wearing those, I want to take a pointy stick and start jabbing them through the holes. And guys, I thought Birkenstocks was a gay look on you. If you're wearing Crocs, chances are you've had a penis in your mouth recently. My friend got mad at me for that joke. He's like, dude, those shoes are comfortable. I said, no, you know what's comfortable? A vagina. That's what's comfortable. <laughs> Why don't you try some of one of those every once in a while? Maybe you'll be more fussy about your footwear after that. And I'm not here to pick on gay guys. That's not what I'm here for. No, but I did like that military directive, don't ask, don't tell, or in his case, don't ask, it's obvious. Remember when Clay Aiken came out? Nobody was shocked, right? I knew this gay years ago. I was in a pet store one time. He walked in. All the gerbils ran for their lives. Oh, the last time he farted, three cock rings and George Michael's watch fell out of his ass. All right, everyone. Hey. We're back with Don. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I love I'm, that I'm, one, I'm appalled, by the, I'm appalled by the language. <laughs> yeah, this is probably my most risque show I've had so far, to be honest with you. I tried to find some of your clips that were a little more, you know, lighter for the audience. I, I couldn't find anything. I said, I'm just going with these. <laughs> All right. But it's a, look, I mean, it's, um, it's, I'm actually happy that you've been playing the clips because there was some bits that I forgot about that I got to do tonight at, at Uncle Benny. So <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot well, to talk Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. But, so yeah, no, it's, um, it's, and I really do. I really do detest crockwares, but that's kind of been passe now, so I'm working on my new uh, shape-up sneakers bit. <laughs> shape-up <laughs> shoes or whatever they're called, yeah, the Kim oh, Kardashian awesome. wears. Right, right, right. That would be awesome. Cool. I guess if you have a giant fat ass, wear shape-up shoes, and it'll take a lot of straying off your your upper legs. <laughs> right, or something absolutely. Like that. Something like that. I can't wait to hear that one. That'll be good, though. But you won't have to so, worry about that because you're very, petite. you're very petite. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, I, I walk over a lot in the prison, so you know, I'm always walking. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> lots of things to do there. <laughs> lots of crazy people to deal with. It's crazy you working but, in a um, prison. I bet they don't, even, they don't even have to open the the cage. You could just slip right in between the bars. No. Uh, <laughs> not that much. You are. You're like but, a little pix. You're like a little pixie. You're like I. <laughs> After the after the show of Barre, I put you in my pocket and we left. <laughs> okay, so make, maybe we do a bit on May. Prison, Carrie, and being a pixie. 
I'm we're uh, we're working it out right now. It's a, it's amazing. But nice. but a, the good thing, but a big voice that comes out of that tiny body. No, oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it, Don. Definitely. Ex- so exactly. Good. I mean, as as Ro- the great Ronnie James Deal once said, it's it's not. Uh, he said uh, it's not. Uh, it's not the size of the pencil. It's how big you sign your name. Nice. That's a good one. I, I think like that's that. Very true. Because he was such a tiny guy, but he had such a big voice. Mhm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So let's see. Um, in terms of, I know you got to get on stage soon. So if you had one yeah. piece of advice to provide to an up-and-coming comedian who is choosing this career path, what would it be and why? I mean, I think I kind of said it mostly. You know, yeah, throughout you the interview, it's you know, first, first, just first try it. You know. If you think you wanted, if you think it's something you're interested in, just try it. And I, and I'm 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 completely serious. It, if you get off stage after trying it and it doesn't, and you don't feel, if you feel exactly the same way as you did before you tried it, then it's probably not for you. And you'll know, and that'll be fine. And then you don't have to waste your time. But um, but try it. You know, that's the main thing. And then, like I said, after that, just do it because you love to do it. You know, don't worry about where this is going to go. Enjoy the journey. And that's, you know, and again, that's something, Carrie, you can relate to as a musician. Mm-hmm. You, if you don't enjoy the journey, you can't, yep. you, you can never get anywhere because you'll be so bogged down with, and consumed with like, how come I'm not doing this? And how, I've been doing it this long. I should be, you know, I, I, know. You know, I should be here, I you know. know? And, and that's, everybody's career path is different, you know. I mean, I, I would have never thought I'd have a TV show. That's that awesome. I, I that I that's going into its eighth and ninth seasons. That I work right. with my best friends in the world, and I talk about the only music that I ever loved, and I get paid for it. So God bless America. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a great way to to make a living. And 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 in the meantime, I've made a good living as a stand up. You know, um, before mm-hmm. that, and I've enjoyed. I never thought I'd get paid to do stand up. So you know, it's cool. Set short term goals for yourself. Say, I hey, agree. okay. I, I want to try it. That's your first goal, and then it's like, all right, now I want to, you know, uh, now I want to. I'm going to work towards the, you know, after a while, I want to work towards one paying gig, and then you have your paying gig, mm-hmm. and then you know what I mean. You set short term goals so that you're never disappointed. If you if you're looking at it like, I, I, I'm going to get on stage tonight, and by the weekend I'm going to be Chris Rock, you're going to be very right. disappointed. I know. I agree. So. And it's it's interesting how you how you said that in terms of being passionate about what you do. And I'll I'll never forget this. I was driving to work a couple of days ago when um, David Grohl was on uh, Howard Stern from the Foo Fighters, and mm-hmm. he just made this quote, and it very it rings home with what you kind of just said. He said his advice to musicians, and this could be to anyone actually, not comedians, any type of entertainer, is be good at what you do and do not expect much. And he said, and if that mm-hmm. isn't good enough, then don't do it. And it was just like. I kind of had like a tingle in my spine. I was like, you know what? That is so true. And to hear someone yeah. like him, who's at such a you know high level, say something like that was just—it was really cool, really cool. Um, yeah, and, and I think you kind of—that's pretty much said a, that. the same version of what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. So, well, let's let's wind things up, Don. And I definitely want you to you know plug whatever you'd like to plug. It's been an awesome experience having you on my show. I really appreciate you being a guest on the show and. I definitely want to have you back. So, you know, please have your, your reps get in touch with me, and we'll definitely book a show, you know, in the near future when you have some more stuff coming out or you want to promote something. 
Um, or yeah, yeah. if you just want to come on and I'll delve into your mind a little bit and we'll try to find out why you are the way you are. <laughs> now, <laughs> um, that would be so, good. Yeah, that would I be would... maybe the next one. We'll have like an actual session. Okay. Well, not, you know, so. again, like I said in the beginning, I don't do formal treatment, but we could do more general kind of ways of helping people understand people that have similar qualities that you have. We could do something like that. Yeah. 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 Well, just, okay. the only thing, yeah, the thing I want to, the only thing I really want to plug is just, you know, um, and again, thank you for the support as always, and I'll do, do the show anytime, but, but yeah, my right. CD Live and Hilarious comes out on April 26th, which is a week from today, I think, and, um, it's available at metalblade.com and it's available will be available on iTunes and um probably within the next month will be available in the 99 cent bin so look for it somewhere right <laughs> and um check Good out Don, check out donjameson.com uh that's jameson with an i and an e and uh, that's as uh, that's as up to date information as as you're going to find uh, you'll see you know, clips of that metal show or full episodes actually and my tour dates and, and all kinds of stuff on there and um yeah, that's where you can sort of, you know, figure me out. Cool. Very cool. Cool. Well, I guess you're so gonna get wrapped up just 'cause you can uh you can unwind a little bit. You go on in what, ten minutes about? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll out but um cool. this is good. Cool. This has been fun. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being a guest. And like I said, I'd love to have you on again in the future. And if you know of any other comedians or any other people that are, you know, just looking to promote something, wanting to help get their name out there, I would love to have them on. So please, you know, refer them to me. You got All it. All right. Thanks, cool. Donald. Thank you so much for being a part. I will see you. I'll see you, well, basically in a month. I'll see you at Uncle Vinny's. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, good luck with everything tonight. Have an amazing weekend in California. Good luck with uh, the release of your album. And uh, thanks again. Okay, bye. Cool, I'll see you soon. Bye, Kara. Thanks so much. Bye. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Carrie Edelman Show tonight. I'd like to thank Don Jamison for being a part of the show as well as being a guest this evening. As you heard, he's an awesome performer, very humble, grounded uh, comedian, and that's something that hopefully people can uh, take something home with them from listening to this interview, not just because of he's being such an established person who's doing so well in the industry, but because he really understands how the industry works, and it's taken him a while to get to where he is today. And he's worked really hard, and it's paid off. So, again, congratulations to Don on everything he's accomplished and his up-and-coming comedy album, Live and Hilarious, at MetalBleed.com. As he said, it will also be on iTunes, so definitely check it out. Okay, uh, for the closing of the show, if anyone would like to be a guest on The Carrie Edelman Show, please become a fan on Facebook by going to The Carrie Edelman Show as there is detailed information about how to book an interview. Also, if you are a band or musician who would like the song featured on the show or a product that would like to be advertised, please send a professionally recorded high-quality MP3 to Edelman at hotmail.com. Tomorrow night, I will also be having a second show this week, um, so tune in tomorrow, Thursday, April 21st at 8 o'clock p.m. as the Carrie Edelman Show will feature poet Rosemarie Monteroso. Rosemarie Monteroso is a published poetry writer who will be releasing her debut poetry book, Becoming Roxy, within the next several months. Her poetry has been published in various magazines and converted into many translations, including Chinese. Her infamous poem, Love's Passage, was published in a 2006 New York City-based magazine called True Romance. And in addition to being a published poet, she's also a journalist and theater critic who is available to the public for any relative assignments. 
Poetry lovers can follow Rosemarie Monterosa with her poetry group on Facebook titled Becoming Roxy. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in again tonight. I really appreciate your support. As I usually do, we're going to sign off tonight with my debut, um, my song, Leave It All Behind, off my debut album titled Leave It All Behind, which is also available on iTunes if you would like to check it out by searching Carrie Edelman. Thanks again. Please tune in tomorrow night, and I'll talk to you soon.